The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. What's up, Michigan? It's our number three on a Wednesday broadcast on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 radio stations for the one close to where you live, where you travel, where you vacation, have relatives, whatever. Just go to thehugeshow.net. you get the complete list of stations. Also, uh, the free stream, podcast, and more at thehugeshow.net. Jeff Risden from thelionswire.com and also co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, which is heard weekly on YouTube around 7 p.m. tonight. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. You can hear Jeff and Chris talk about the Eagles loss. Look ahead to Washington on Sunday. And uh, Jeff, when we look at the Lions and you get away from the coulda, woulda, shouldas, what do you take from that week one that you think helps this team get that W, which they desperately need to avoid going 0-2 to start the season at home on Sunday against the Commanders? You know, I, I think offensively you look, and this was a team, that's a good Philadelphia defense, and they just put 35 up on them. And probably left some points on the field, actually, because if, if Josh Reynolds catches that pass, golf was just a little bit, like just a little bit more air under that ball. That's a touchdown, and they win. So they, they're going to have the ability to to score on just about anyone. Because, again, Philadelphia, that defense is as good as they're going to face outside of maybe Green Bay. Um, like Washington's, Washington's front is really good, but th- this is a, they're going to be able to score. And I think they proved that. Um, going from, from losing 44-6 to on Halloween last year to the same – playing the same team, a better Eagle, – the Eagles got better as, as the Lions did, and they, they – Put, they put 35 up on them. That's that's something that you can hang your hat on, especially when they had the, the, the lull at the beginning of the game. Like They they know it. Jared Goff talked about it after the game. They left points on the board, so they know that they can score, and that gives you some flexibility with your defense to maybe, okay, maybe I'm going to try to pick this pass off. Maybe I'm gonna, maybe I'll play a little bit more underneath or trail coverage where I can get a pick if the quarterback throws something bad or – you know, the, the, it gives the pass rush a chance to impact the play more because the, the other team's going to have to score to keep up with you. You know, they're, they're not going to be able to, to milk the clock and just run the ball and, and make it a short game. If if they got to keep up with the Lions' offense, you've got to trade scores with them. That's going to create some opportunity. That's exactly what Aaron Glenn wants with his aggressive defense. That's why he switched to this defense under the anticipation that the Lions are going to score 28, 30, 35 points a game. It gives the defense more chances to take chances. Now, some of them are not going to work. Saw that happen with Jalen Hurts quite a bit. Uh, not every team has Jalen Hurts, though. And, and I think because of Hurts, you didn't see as much blitzing as you wanted to because Glenn was saying, okay, if we miss him, yeah. here you go. Hey, it'll be 20, 25-yard chunks. But that guy on third down was just killing the Lions and, on and, Sunday. And was, there were so many that were so close. There was one where Charles Harris um, – Basically had him dead to rights, and Jalen just took one quick step out to his side and got around him. And 
like Charles Harris, that's a fast dude. Like for a defensive end, he's one of the fastest in the league. Couldn't 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 catch him. The Rodrigo couldn't get outside to, to cover it up, but neither could Anzalone. So it was uh he was a rough matchup. And I I, I also think that they're gonna be better prepared now to face a quarterback like that. Not that they're gonna have another one that runs like that, that that's not on the schedule this year. But they don't ever see that in practice. And this is one of the things we talked about it before the season. One of the reasons why I was angry that they didn't do more at the backup quarterback position. Tim Boyle and, and and David Blau, they don't they don't offer you any chance to simulate against that. They ran Tom Kennedy as their their Jalen Hurts guy in practices last week because their backup quarterback can't do it. Uh, now, obviously, Kennedy is a pretty nimble guy, but he's he's not that fast. He's a wide receiver. He's a too. wide receiver, and you're not going to worry. Practice about squad guy, right? Yeah, yeah, and and he, he's fine for that. But if you want to really simulate and get ready. You gotta have a quarterback who can do this. Like I, I know Antoine Randall else on the team. He's a coach. He he, he doesn't have Suit him up. anymore. <laughs> Let's go old school IU and Steelers. He was a fun one, man. He was well. He was one of the first with slash Cordell Stewart. These guys he that was. the red zone that were the running QBs, right? He was he was good at it too, and he could throw too. He's a great QB, just a competitor. Uh, one note on the best defensive performers. I was looking at the story from LionsWire dot uh, by Pro Football Focus, the highest graded Lions defender was rookie linebacker Malcolm Rodriguez at 73-4. Then Deshaun Elliott, the great pickup no one's talked about. Yep. Uh, Chris Board, another linebacker with speed. Tracy Walker and cornerback Mike Hughes. Uh, three, what, three of those five guys Will are Harris brand new. Harris was uh, four, of those, four of those five guys are brand new. Yeah. And Will, was it Will Harris that had the bonehead play, right? Uh, he got beat over the top for a touchdown. Okuda goes out of the game for one right. play yeah. and touchdown. Right. Um, and so, That's good coaching yeah. on the other side, right? <laughs> yeah, Yes, it is. See him uh, go out. By the way, the worst defensive performers, linebacker Derek Barnes, according to Pro Football Focus from this Lions Wire that, story. That did not surprise me from watching the film at all. Anzalone uh, was third. Yeah. He, um, he, Juju he, Hughes he, at uh, two. Michael Brockers, we talked about, at four. And Benito Jones. Yeah. And then you know, Brockers just didn't do anything. And the, the play where Miles Sanders salted the game away, the, the 26-yard run. The missed on, tackle. He was mm. – so Brockers is there, and his role on that play is to occupy a blocker and let the linebacker get to it. Now, that's a play where Derek Barnes is has pretty much has him dead to rights in the backfield, and he runs into Aiden Hutchinson first. Uh, and that, that creates a little seam on the outside. And uh, Rodriguez was the other linebacker on the field at that time. He didn't get over there. Um, missed the hole. Um, I actually I, I, I did a film study, and, and people are going to hate this. I don't think Rodriguez played that great. Like he had, he, he had, but he's rated high by pro football focus, and yeah. I didn't see the impact he had in some preseason games. Yeah. And he missed some spots. And with the speed, I still don't get this, Jeff. How, if you're Campbell, you guys had all offseason to prepare for this, how did you not set up either Board or Rodrigo who would spy Jalen Hurts and unless they got blocked or kicked out of it, 
They he would they would go where Hurts went, and they they didn't really do that. They Why did, not? They, they did a little bit with the sh- with uh, Elliot as as safety, no, but, that, 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 but he's he, not going to hang with them. No, you can't. And and the one time that they did that, he he popped it over the top. Why not do that though with one of those linebackers? Yeah, and some of that is is that they don't want to take away the linebackers' ability to make play, like Miles Sanders is a good running back. Kenneth Gamble's like I, I get that, but you, yeah, I'm with you, man. You got to take chances with this defense right now. Exactly, and if you're not gonna if you're not gonna force Hertz to to sit in the middle of the pocket and throw the ball, which is not what he wants to do, then you got you got to have somebody mirror that. You know, it's it's the way you play Lamar Jackson. Give I will give I will give Matt Patricia a little bit of credit here. Uh oh, he always had a very Are you good drinking. Uh, uh, there must be something in this coke here. <laughs> he always had a good game plan to contain running quarterbacks. They did a good job against Mahomes. They did a great job against Lamar Jackson. Did a very good job a, a, a few times against Aaron Rodgers when he was still a little bit more limber. They now they were terrible at defending everything else, literally everything else on the field against them. But they had a plan for how to handle a running quarterback, and that's something that I don't think that Dan Campbell and and Aaron Glenn have just yet. I worry at times that Campbell just wants to play straight up football and and doesn't understand that he has to win with offense and take chances on defense, not having a spy on Hurts. Was a huge mistake. I could see adjusting, but what I thought after the 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 first drive and the comeback by Philly was that the Eagles made better adjustments as a staff than the Lions did. They certainly did early in the game. Yeah, early. I'm talking early. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and and I think you saw Anzalone play better in the second half. I thought he had a pretty good second half. He made a couple of plays where he actually chased down Hurts um, and did some things, took off some angles. Like there was some positive. I thought Jeff Okuda was great. Fantastic. I, I wrote. I did a write up on him on on Lionswire. You can check it out there. Uh, I watched. What I charted every one of his plays. Um, I I do it where I get. I don't do the pro football focus thing. Although it did actually work there briefly. Um, pluses and minuses. He got fourteen pluses and seven minuses from me. That's a hell of a game. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, I I thought. Elliot played well. I thought Tracy Walker before he got ejected for being an idiot, um, and he deserves to be ejected. By the way, you can't throw a punch. Can't do that. Um, I think the hit that he the the way that Jalen hurt Jalen Hurts got away with some stuff in this game, and I think that was frustrating too. There was two instances where he threw the ball away, ball didn't get back to the line of scrimmage, and the Eagles had linemen downfield. Like, okay, if you're not going to throw the intentional grounding penalty, okay, he threw it. The one play, his center was 14 yards down the field. Like, it was clearly a designed run. He was forward down the field. Maybe he's digging the song. It's an illegal (laughs) (laughs) illegal receiver down the field. I'm tapping my head now. They they missed that stuff. I don't think it was a very well-officiated game. Uh, and I was, I'm tired of the old officials. When are we going to get some young guys? Yeah, and this guy. Can, can we get some officials in their 30s? This this crew's rough, man. They're um, old. They're they, talking too much with coaches. I don't like that. It's like they're hanging out and they're enjoying the game. Uh, pro Football Focus, by the way, for the Lions Wire story, Jeff, you posted. Top offensive performers for the Lions, obviously, Swift, uh, Panay Sewell, uh, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, that's surprising. I didn't really, he didn't stand out to me. Jonah Jackson, uh, DJ uh, Chark uh, was five. Uh, did Hawkinson st- uh, stick out to you as the third best offensive player for the Lions in that game? He didn't block well. Um, he oh. did make a great third down catch. Uh, and he also had another uh, pretty critical reception where he made a guy miss right after the catch. That They love that stuff at PFF. Uh, he, he did okay. Um, you want more, but he did okay. 
You need right. more, though. Uh, worst offensive performers for the Lions, according to Pro Football Focus, and the loss to the Eagles. Right guard Logan Stenberg, 25.9. That's a low number. That's a, And his, his pass blocking was 0.0. There's nowhere to go but up. That's right. And you're going to see him. We're going to call again. that the Sten meter. You're going you're to see, see more of Logan Stenberg. Pass because, blocking uh, was 0.00. Yep. And uh, now he gets, like, Washington doesn't have a lot on defense. Their defensive line is loaded. Jonathan Allen, Daron Payne, those dudes can play. Uh, so it's going to be a big test for him, and he's going to be in there with with Vitae having the back surgery. Tommy Kramer did not practice today. They signed an offensive lineman off the Eagles practice squad to the active roster. Probably not good news for Tommy Kramer. Means you're going to see a lot of Logan Stenberg. This is for everybody who wanted Big V gone. You're seeing what's going to happen with Big V gone and, with the back surgery, right? Now. And, and now it might it might work out. Like I, I didn't think Stenberg was that bad. Um, he he's pretty bad in pat. Like he, this was something that we saw consistently for the first couple of years he was in Detroit. He gets engaged and he stops moving his feet. You can't do that. Your son knows that from from football. If you, he does move his feet well. Yeah, you, you've got to keep your feet moving. That Ace actually had a twenty six point eight NFL rating. A little bit bigger than Logan Stenberg. And the Hawks win over Grand Rapids, Kennewa Hills. Uh, how about this for the worst offensive performers, for what it's worth, from pro football focus from the Lions Wire story? Ragnow 2, Goff 3, Jamal Williams 4, and wide receiver Josh Reynolds at 5. And that's the first half, I think, right? Pretty much, yeah. yeah. And, and Ragnow... But I, that's for the game, but they dug themselves such a big hole in the first half. Ragnow's hurting, right, with the groin. Definitely. And, and it showed um, he was fine when he was like in the line, when they wanted him to go out and, and pick off a linebacker. When he had to recover and, and come back, he couldn't move. And that showed. So that that's that's an anomaly for him. He's going to be great. I, I have no worries about, about Frank Ragnow in the middle. I do worry a little bit... That he's he he didn't practice again today, um, and that's so. This is an injury that's going to dog him for a little bit. Maybe maybe you sit him down for a week or two. This is not the week to do it. After this week, you can do it um, because you're not going to face. They they are front loaded with their defensive lines that they're going to face this year. Philly's really good. I think you saw that with with Javon Hargrave, Jordan Davis. By the way, as a rookie, tip your hat to that dude, the big guy from Georgia, and like the, he's they, a man. We he saw him last. Well, his last college game against – well, no, last game Michigan played. He yeah. played in the title game. But yeah. against Michigan, how dominant he was so, out of so Georgia. Far, so far, so good for him for oh, Philly. I am. <laughs> and they, you know, they got Fletcher Cox. Philly Brandon looks like Graham. a Super Bowl championship that, that, level that's, team. That's a team that can win a lot of playoff and games. And the Lions lost by three. And and that's – and I we, we talked about it. You don't want the moral victories. This is something we're going to talk about on the podcast tonight. We, uh, we don't want the moral victories, but at the same time – if you can't see the progress and appreciate the progress, I, 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 like why are you rooting for the Lions? You know, <laughs> like, I agree with you. I agree with you on the po- a progress. I really do, Jeff. Like you, it's not going to happen overnight, but you saw like a, a major step forward, and that's encouraging. Like, did they should, do they need to do more? Heck yeah, they do. They got to win these games, but there's so much they have. The big thing last year, and Dan Campbell talked about it after the season, was that their margin for error in games last year was was almost non-existent. Everything had to go just right for them to win. They're not like that anymore. Like they can make their own destiny this year. They they can make a few mistakes and still survive. They darn near did it against a very good Eagles team. To me, that's very encouraging and promising for what's going to happen for the rest of the year. 
And on the, yeah. they, they got to right. beat Washington. If they don't beat Washington, no, then, then, then we're then we're gonna unravel. It'll be really we're, interesting. We're having a real different conversation next week. One thing I was gonna jump in on uh, thirty-eight thirty-five. The line was uh, Detroit getting six points. They covered again. So on the DraftKings sportsbook app, big board, uh, Dan Campbell's been very friendly to those who wager on NFL games. Seven and two at home against the spread. Seven and two, and they're a two and a half point favorite against the Commanders. On Sunday, don't forget my huge Michigan Sports Network pregame bashes during the home games. First four at Tin Roof, which is your game day destination, right across the street from Comerica, a block from Ford Field. Uh, they got DJs, multiple bands. It really is a big party at Tin Roof. Great food menu and also your favorite beverages. I'll be there Sunday about 9.30 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. at Tin Roof in downtown Detroit. If you have a Lions comment, our Bud Light huge question of the day, what's your vibe on Game 2 for the Lions against the Commanders? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. You can also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE. To 21,000. NFL Thursday night action. Chargers and the Chiefs should be a good game. I'm curious on the short week. Uh, So get ready for week two, including Thursday night football, by downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, everyone can experience a thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. It's simple. Bet on L.A. or Kansas City Thursday night to win. If your team leads by seven at any point during the game, you get paid instantly. I'm talking either team's up by seven. Whoever you took, you get paid instantly. So just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code HUGE when you sign up to get $200 in free bets immediately when you place a $5 bet on any football game. That's promo code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Moneyline bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. More with Jeff Risden. From the Lions Wire, part of the USA Today Network, and also the Detroit Lions Podcast that airs tonight on YouTube. Just search Detroit Lions Podcast. That will start up around 7. Uh, we'll talk more about the Lions, about the game on Sunday. Uh, go around the NFC North and the rest of the NFL. Your questions had Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on the Huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. In the gym. 
It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day at SoaringEagleCasino.com. The Astros leave town after wrapping up their three-game set downtown against the Tigers. There's been so much pub on the Yankees this year. Perhaps some have forgotten just how good Houston has been and the size of their championship heart. They've won over 90 games for the fifth time in six years behind the best starting rotation in the American League, the best bullpen in baseball, and four hitters who've crushed 20 home runs or more. They have winners like Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, Yuli Gurriel, then traded for more winners like Trey Mancini and Christian Vasquez. When you think of postseason favorites, you can think of the Dodgers and the Braves and the Yankees and the Mets if you so choose. Just remember this. You don't want to overlook a team that just left town, the one that has championship heart and championship players. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Keith Urban, the speed of now world tour. The must-see show of 2022. September 22nd, Van Andel Arena with Tyler Hubbard. And special guest, Ingrid Andrus. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Keith Urban, the speed of now world tour. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Thomas stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We continue our statewide broadcast on the only show willing to tell like it is. We're all about huge opinions, yours, mine, and our big-name guest. And we have an in-studio guest, Jeff Risden from LionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Network. Also, a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast, which you can hear later tonight at 7 p.m. Uh, just go search that on YouTube, Jeff Talking in studio about the Lions' loss to the Eagles. Commanders matchup on Sunday. Is it going to be low scoring? Uh, when you break this down and you look at both teams, why do you like the Lions? Or why do you like the fact that they could be 0-2 with two home losses to start this season? Oh, I don't want to think about that. Uh, I, I think they're going to win. I like them. I, I like the way that they match up, uh, specifically the the offensive weaponry against what Washington has on the outside on their defense. 
William Jackson's he's okay at cornerback. He's not better than Jeff Okuda. He's their best cornerback. You can beat. You can get some things against their secondary and their back seven. Uh, and the way DeAndre Swift ran the other day, and the way he's looked all this off season, like Washington can't defend that. Now their defensive line's really good, and the Lions' offensive line's gonna have to be a little bit better, a little bit tighter than they were against Philadelphia. Uh, because they they can bring it up front, you know. Even without Chase Young, who's not going to play, he's on injured reserve. Jonathan Allen, Deron Payne, Montez Sweat, like they got dudes, man. <laughs> they can they can they're gonna they're gonna make like life difficult. But when Jared Goff gets time, he's going to have guys that are more open than they were a week ago. He's got a little bit more sync now. We talked about it earlier about how the offense just wasn't in sync early. Whether it was they you know, they didn't play enough in the preseason or they didn't they didn't practice against the right style of defense, I think that's going to look better. And I think that that's, that, uh, that's going to give them the ability to outscore whatever Washington does against their own defense. Now, Washington's going to put up some points. Carson Wentz looked pretty good the other day uh, for, for him. He was better than he ever was in Indy where he you know, they, they could not wait to get rid of him. And one of the things that I picked up this summer was how much the Indy players really, really didn't like him. And that's something to watch in Washington uh, where – yeah, things are already a little tense there with what's going on. They, uh, if, if he doesn't win them soon, it could go south on him really quick, and it could start this week. I think you're going to see Aiden Hutchinson have a lot more. Look, the, the Washington offensive line, their best offensive lineman for the last few years has been Brandon Scherf. He's in Jacksonville now. Their tackles, they're okay. They're they're nothing special. They are certain they they remind me of the Jeff Backus Riley Reef style of Lions, like. They're okay. Like they're not going to get you killed, but they're not going to be an asset for you. And inside, you can beat them a little bit. They get they get a pretty good center, but beyond that, like this this is a game where Aiden Hutchinson, Charles Harris, uh, Ali McNeil, who had a bad game against Philadelphia, these guys they're going to have a better game this week. And that I, I feel pretty comfortable about the the way that the the matchups go for Detroit. If if the offensive line holds up. I really like what the Lions can do against this Washington team. And it's a gauge game off of how good Philly was, how the Lions made it a close game. Was it junk yardage? Was it just Philly backing off? And the fact is, with where you've set up the fans, and it's similar to the Tigers, where there was a lot of optimism and hope, and man, the Tigers just crashed and burned this year. Pistons had a lot of optimism. Then all of a sudden, well, we got to play the young guys. And what I really worry about, Jeff, is that if they're 0-2, I don't want to hear Campbell on Monday say we need to get better. I, I just don't want to hear the coach speak. That That's something – this is a big game for Dan Campbell. Oh, it is. Because if, Huge. If, if all the buzz that we've had all offseason and all the, the feel-good coming out of hard knocks and everything, if they're 0-2 at home, like – I can't spin that for them. Like, I, I, I'd like to. I can't do that. I, I'm – Pretty good at doing this though. I'm, I'm not. I don't want to either. I don't. I don't want to spin that. Like you're zero two. You got to be better than that. You can, look. I know that this isn't the year where we're expecting them to make the jump into the postseason. If you can't beat Washington at home, that's 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 not good. If you can't beat Washington at home, all of a sudden that schedule will look like okay. Bears won their opener against the Niners. Yeah. Uh, are we looking at a three four win team again? That that's how big this game Sunday is to the Lions. You cannot do it to your home fans, especially with the energy they brought yeah. uh, to start the game, and also how they came back with the team 
in the second half against the Eagles. You, you're the Lions. You have got to win this game on Sunday. Yeah, and it sounds like it's going to be a sellout crowd again. The fans, we're still excited about it. We want, we want to see this. They're, they're so ready to blow the roof off that, man. And if it doesn't happen this week, it, it's going to be a long year because then, then you're looking at like, oh, like we, we all do the schedule game before the year. You go through. We, we've done it a couple times on the air, huge. You know, we go through and we're like, oh, we could beat Minnesota. Well, now you look at what Minnesota did to Green Bay. They they trounced the Packers. Like they were the better team in all phases of that game. Like that's it's not looking like an easy one. Now. You know, you, Chicago. I, I know San Francisco screwed up with their quarterback situation. I know the weather was weird, but they're, they're not terrible. Like we we talked about like last year. This is one of the things we talked about in the podcast a lot. Be real careful when you go through it. Last year it was like, oh, Cincinnati will beat them. Well, they went up in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you got to be careful about the expectations on that. I look at this team and I predicted nine and eight before the season began. And I thought, uh, I hope they would win the first two. I hope they win every game. But the reality is, I said, give me a split, and you're right along that eight and nine to nine and eight path. I didn't say Super Bowl. I didn't say playoffs. I, I really said play some meaningful games in December where this team is close, and then 2023 is your year. But, you know, yep. again, I liken it to the Tigers. It was the same thing I was saying about the Tigers uh, back in February and March. You got, you've got to pull out the games like this one. You're favored. You're favored at home. You have to. And the fans, another sellout. Yeah, you, this, this one would be like I wasn't disappointed. Sunday. I expected them to lose that game. You, you I, predicted that. Yeah, I was actually fairly encouraged by how they played. Other than that, the from the middle of the first quarter through close to halftime, I thought they they were as good as the Eagles. The Eagles were better longer. If 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 you're not better longer than the Washington Commanders, look, Washington's not terrible. This isn't a bad team. They're a team that's going to win seven or eight games probably. And like you, these are the teams you've got to beat if you want to get to that eight nine win mark. You've got to make these work and that. They're going to have to do more complete. Um, you know, it's it's encouraging that they got closer against Philly. It, it, it's definite progress, but it's still not enough. And if if you're going to try to sell the 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 hopium, the the, the Honolulu Blue Kool Aid to everybody, you cannot lose this football game. Can't do it. Not not to this team. Now, if if it was, you know, if it's somebody, if you're playing Minnesota or Green Bay or. You know, somebody that's really good in the schedule. Yeah, okay, I can justify that. Buffalo. Buffalo's going to be tough. (laughs) Buffalo looked real good last week. This is Washington. These are the games that you expect to win if you're going to be a good football team. I rewatch the game as well, and if they don't have a mobile quarterback, the Lions win that game on Sunday. Oh, I'm talking if the Eagles don't have Jalen Hurd's. And they, they do not have a quarterback that could bail them out who can run the football. But that the fact is they did that the Lions knew. And what still irks me is that they had no game plan for Hurts. No. Now, now Nothing. Carson, Carson Wentz can run. They don't like no. him to run because he's had back problems and thumb problems and he gets hurt a lot. Uh, their backup is Taylor Heineke. He can also run, uh, but n- none of them are Jalen Hurts. You're not going to see Jalen Hurts again, thank God. You're going to see Josh Allen later this year, but uh, that's just another different animal entirely. Now, I look at if it's not Hurts, I think the Lions do win that game. So if they're that close to a team, the both of us began this conversation this afternoon on the huge show across Michigan that Philly is as good as anybody in the NFC, maybe top five in the NFL after week one. If the Lions are that close and just containing a running quarterback, that should be a positive. But now 
Well, we need to see that in game two on Sunday, and that goes back to why we're talking about beating the commanders is so darn important. Absolutely. You cannot come out of this 0-2. One and one is fine. If you split, you split one and one each of your two game series, you're 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 a nine and eight, eight and nine team, depending on how it goes at the end of the season. I don't know many Lions fans that wouldn't be happy with an eight and nine season, um, let alone nine and eight. But it starts with this one, and like the I will be very disappointed in the Lions if they lose this game. I will especially be disappointed if they if Washington isn't the better team and the Lions don't take advantage of it. You know, let's see them create a turnover. Let's see them get off the field on third downs. Let's see them make a play that you couldn't make against Philadelphia to show that you've earned the right to win the game. Washington, they didn't they didn't play great against Jacksonville, and I don't think Jacksonville's very good, but they, they did enough to win the game. And they showed Ron Rivera's a very good coach, and he showed that his team understands what they have to do to win the game. I need to see that from Dan Campbell and the Lions. I'm pretty confident that they do know what they're doing, but at some point we got to start seeing some W's here to, to, to validate it. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com, Lions NFL Insider, joining us in studio. Follow LionsWire on Twitter and Facebook at LionsWire.com. Uh, also, weekly podcast tonight, uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Search that on YouTube. They'll start up live Around 7 p.m. tonight, just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. We do have our Bud Light huge question of the day. What's your vibe on that game Sunday? Will the Lions get their first W, even their record, at 1-1? One and one? Which, considering it's Philly and Washington and those two defensive units, you would take that in a heartbeat. You can answer that Bud Light huge question of the day at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. I do want to thank Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and all across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser-Busch distributors. So drop your thoughts on that huge question of the day. All right, rest of the NFC North. Uh, We mentioned the Bears. uh, The Packers lose. Uh, the Lions lose. Uh, Vikings looked awesome. They did. Uh, is this a one-game aberration like the Packers had against the Saints last year, or could this linger in uh, to the rest of the season for Green Bay? I don't want to quote Aaron Rodgers, but his relax quote is probably appropriate for Packers fans right now. You know, don't 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 throw yourself into the lake just yet. But that, that offensive line has some problems. Their defensive line didn't play well. Yeah, that's look, I'm, I'm certainly not going to write off the Green Bay Packers, but they, they disappointed uh, more than the Lions did in week one. That, that's, that's a game that you would have expected them to go in and win uh, the way that they matched up X's and O's, and it didn't happen. Um, Rodgers wasn't very good. I, th- I thought their run, their run game choices weren't very good. I, I, I watched the game. I watched the condensed game that they do on NFL Plus, so I didn't like get the nitty-gritty of it. But it, it just felt like they were always like, – like, it felt like they were always going uphill on both sides of the ball. And I thought Minnesota did a really good job of controlling things. Now, with Minnesota, you got a rookie coach in there. You got a new GM. You got a lot of new, new bodies. Um, Mike Zimmer, their old coach, was a good football coach, but I think they were, he was a – they were tired of Mike Zimmer. A change needed to happen, and I think you saw a team come back with a lot of renewed energy. Can they carry that over into another week? I don't know. We'll, we'll see how they do. 
um, they're they're certainly going to be able to score on a lot of people, and that's uh, that's concerning from a Lions standpoint. If if the Lions don't start playing a little bit better pass defense, uh, I'll tell you, I'll give you a guy that I'm watching this week, and one of the matchups to watch. Amani Orowarie had a rotten game against Philly. AJ now AJ Brown's really really good. But the Eagles took advantage of AO on on Sunday. He's going to have to go against Terry McLaurin this week. Terry McLaurin is a different kind of receiver than AJ Brown, but he's he's dangerous too, man. He's really good. And look, Okuda was phenomenal. And again, I I, I charted it all out. You can check it out at Lions where I, I did that yesterday. I posted it last night um, where where I thought he had a really good game. He can't cover both guys at the same time, and they're dangerous on the outside. If if Oruwariye doesn't step up, if Tracy Walker can't make a play on a ball, you know, Deshaun Elliott getting stuck, you know, creeping up against the run, and they they pop something deep. You know, Oruwariye is good at what he does. He doesn't have the speed. He just can't turn and run. He doesn't have that. And uh, th- th- this is a this is a big matchup for him because they do have options. You know, Mike Hughes in the slot, I thought played a pretty solid game. He can fly, 4.3 guy. You can move him outside. He's played out there before. Try try Chase Lucas or when Jerry Jacobs comes back, you know, try him in the slot. This is big time for Amani Orowarie in the next few weeks. Um, until Jerry Jacobs comes off of PUP uh, in a couple of weeks. Like this is this is this is AO playing for his next contract and whether it's going to be in Detroit or not and how many zeros are going to be on it. So this that's a matchup to definitely pay attention to this weekend. Um, is Amani Arawari and where they match him up and, and how well he plays? It, 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 they're they're not going to win unless he plays better. Like we mentioned earlier, a couple of stories from Lions Wire: uh, Vitai back surgery, no word yet if he could return this season. Could be a huge loss for the team. And like I said, Justin Jackson uh, signed off the practice squad. I like him. I really I thought he was there. I know Reynolds gets a lot of love. But I really thought Jackson was at times their second best back after yeah. Swift during the preseason. Definitely, and and he has the speed that that Craig Reynolds doesn't have. He can replace Swift if Swift gets dinged up or needs a breather for a, a set, and they need to run the ball outside. Jamal Williams is good at what he does. He's great at great in short yardage last week. Not so great outside of short yardage. Um, Jackson brings a different dynamic there that I think is going to help, and he's also their kick returner. Also for. Uh, for the 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 rockers among us, he has a sweet "I Prevail" tattoo. Um, I Prevail, one of the the primary Detroit bands of the day. Um, can't wait to go see them in a couple of weeks here in Grand Rapids. At, uh, Are you going to see Alice Cooper? I am dying to go see that. Uh, I I don't have tickets yet, so I got a DeVos Performance Hall. It's it's next week, isn't it? We got you know what? I, I think we might through ninety six won the game. We might have a pair of tickets for you. Well, that would be that it's would September twenty first, isn't it? I think it's September 21st, next I, week. I, I would not turn that down. That's, no, uh, no, you do a good that, job that's, on there. Uh, yeah, September I, I, 21st, I, I, Alice Cooper at DeVos Performance Hall in Grand Rapids. One of my all-time favorite memories from childhood was Alice. He's smart. He goes out during the Halloween fall tour with Alice Cooper, He knows right? what he's doing. I, I remember him being on the Muppet Show when I was like eight years old. Yeah, he's, he's made an indelible mark on there. there. I love that. Love that. That was the first time May Spray was introduced on live TV. <laughs> with Alice Cooper and the Muppets. Yeah, so September 21st, Alice Cooper. I know you're a metalhead and an old school rocker. I've heard that uh, John Fortin, who's uh, one of the top junior college golf coaches in America from Grand Rapids Community College, said that he got a call from Alice Cooper's people. Alice is a huge golfer. Oh, yeah. And wants to go play Egypt Valley, where John Fortin is a teaching pro in between 
leading Grand Rapids Community College with assistant golf coach Mark Rasmussen. That's like having Palmer and Nicholas That's teaching crazy. the kids. I, I got I got a chance many years ago to play TPC at Scottsdale out in Arizona, and uh, uh, we were teeing off, and Alice Cooper was coming off after his morning round. Well, he we're going to hook you up with tickets play, right play, after play, this. Plays 18 holes every day. From yeah, what courtesy I of 96 won the game, and everyone get their tickets at the usual Ticketmaster outlets. September 21st, Alice Cooper. School's out for summer, but he's in Grand Rapids at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Uh, we'll have one final segment coming up uh, with Rizzi. Get his prediction uh, number on the game. On the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Lions are a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Washington Commanders. Don't forget our huge pregame bashes with the Michigan Sports Network at 10 Roof, just a block from Ford Field. Bands, DJs going your favorite beverages, food, and more. Your game day destination, Tin Roof in downtown Detroit, and I'll be there Sunday, 9.30 a.m. until 11.30 a.m. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Attention BetMGM customers. Have a friend who loves sports as much as you do? Well, here's a chance for both of you to earn $50 bonuses when you sign up through the BetMGM Refer a Friend program. Hey, this is Matt Shepard. Just sign in in your BetMGM account and click on the Refer a Friend program to send your friend a message inviting them to register a new account in the same state you use BetMGM in. Once your friend signs up and makes a deposit, they'll receive a $50 bonus. And once your friend places a bet with their bonus and the wager is settled, you'll receive a $50 bonus as well. Share the excitement and get a $50 bonus every time you refer a friend to BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable site credit. Site credits expire in 30 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117. Excludes Michigan disassociation persons are you ready to hit the open road you know get out of dodge meet us at the detroit camper show vickers trailer sales specializes in towables new and used pop-ups retro style campers travel trailers and fifth wheels browse inventory online at VickersTrailerSales.com. that's v-i-c-a-r-s trailersales.com Call or text 313-291-9000. For over 53 years, Vickers makes happy campers. No big box store pressure, just mom and pop deals. Campers starting at $89.99. Or payments as low as $128 a month with 10% down and credit approval. Call or text 313-291-9000. Your adventure awaits at Vickers Trailer Sales. Coming right at you. The excitement you've been waiting for. Eagle Casino and Sports. The mobile casino made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Play slots and table games with live dealers at one exciting site. PlayEagle.com. Sign up today and get a match deposit up to $1,500. That's right, up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Go to PlayEagle.com and start winning today. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
Final segment on this Wednesday broadcast. I want to thank Jeff Risden from LionsWire.com and the Detroit Lions podcast that will go live tonight at 7 p.m. on YouTube. Uh, Jeff, before I let you go, what's your prediction on Sunday's game? I like what the Lions are going to do. I think they're going to come out and, and get it done this week. I'm going to say Lions 30, Commanders 20. All right, Jeff, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds great. Thank right. you. Jeff Risden uh, wrapping up his in-studio appearance here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I do want to remind everybody uh, what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Your home for Thursday night football in the NFL, uh, Lions games, Michigan State, Washington Saturday night, 730, Michigan and UConn all season long. All the TVs at the NFL, college football, Lions, Michigan and Michigan State at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You'll find the brands in Bay City for our listeners on 100.9 FM. The brands in Caledonia, just south of Grand Rapids, for those listening on 96.1 The Game. In Holland, the brands on James off of US 31. For those tuning in on WHTC, you also find a brands in Cascade, just east of GR. Johnny Brands in Granville, west of Grand Rapids. And Johnny Brands on Leonard near 131 in downtown GR. And remember, if you can't get out to watch the game at your local brands, order in. All your brand's favorites can be delivered or for takeout. You can order online. Just go to brands.com or download uh, the brand's app and enjoy that football game at one of the brand's locations or order in with all the great brand's food from their menu. Just go to brands.com. Big Bad. Huge.